0: all right everybody welcome back to the locked on red wings podcast today is thursday january 3rd 2021 today's episode is brought to you by rock auto amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts of your car will ever need visit rockauto.com right now and tell them that locked on sent you it is a very big day gentlemen uh the nhl draft lottery is just a mere minutes behind us as we sit here and we record this here episode uh, we've got lots of reactions. The Red Wings stick at six. They don't fall. They don't jump. Everything is as it was uh 24 hours ago. So no big surprises as far as the draft lottery goes, which starts to give us a little bit of clarity on the draft picture. So we're gonna go over all the results. We're gonna go over some some funny moments from the broadcast and Steve Eisenman's press conference. Uh go over some of the, the important notes from Steve Eisenman's press conference. There weren't a lot, but he did uh you know say a couple things and terrify uh Ansar Khan. Uh, so we're we're going to get to that and uh then we are going to just kind of look around at some of the mock drafts some of the the big boards that we've seen uh lately and, and kind of take a stab at who might be available for the red wings at six uh and and kind of pick guys who, who we would really like to see uh if the board shakes out a certain way so we'll go over a couple different scenarios in that uh i'm detroit sports writer nolan bianchi i have got uh, longtime time Red Wings fan and a kidney stone survivor, Ethan Smith. Uh, what's going on, Ethan? We've also got Scotty Bentley, host <laughs> of The Bentley Show, co-host here at Lockdown Red Wings. Uh, the whole crew is here today, so that's nice. Um, excited. How's it going, boys? Red Wings are picking sixth. It's fantastic. It's I'm fantastic. pretty pumped. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm,
1: I, it really can – I'm sure we'll talk about it, but – like the amount of people that are just like, Oh, we got hoes. We got, we got effed again. I'm like, no, we literally got what we were supposed to get, man. Like we, like we did not, we did, to yeah, we did not get screwed. We were, we had the six best odds. And we got the six pick. It's, I think like, obviously last year sucked and and I get that it's, you know, when is it going to be our term kind of thing? But at, this year specifically in a, in a, on a microscope like nothing like we, we did not get hosed by any stretch like we got literally what we were supposed to get
0: and uh, I think that's the thing though Like, because I agree with you but also at the same time uh, I think people seeing like i I even said on yesterday's show I was like I don't necessarily know that I like want them to win this year like just as a matter of like karma or you know luck or whatever it is uh you know I, I'm, I just don't necessarily want to use that. On this year, even though it doesn't make sense, even though it technically doesn't have any actual bearing on what they pick next year, what they pick in 2023, should they be in a lottery position again? But uh, I didn't want it as the draft approached, as we got closer by the minute, as the broadcast started. I was like, I kind of really hope they end up with number one, like that would be a lot of fun. Uh, it'd be nice to just get a win. And I think what people uh, it would but, be good content for sure, yeah, yeah, it would yeah, have been yeah. good content, exactly. It would have been so <laughs> much fun. Um, and but I, to your point, Scott, I, I do, I have seen a lot of that as well. But I think what people are mostly upset about is the not the Red Wings picking six, but the Sabres picking first. Right. Uh, I think a lot of people are just, just pretty salty about that. The last place team wins the lottery, of course. It's not a year where the Red Wings were the last place team, but hey, uh, Red Wings were only the, the last place team once uh, throughout this whole span. So I know it's like easy. I, I just like. It was just I'm not so gonna tell bad. you what to do. I'm just gonna tell you like for yourself, just put it behind you, like yeah. let it go. They've made minor changes to it. Like that was the best that was gonna happen after that. Like, you know, Saints fans they don't get that trip to the Super Bowl, but they do get the pass interference rule that was changed. And uh, you know, it doesn't make any sense in, in complaining every time you see the pass interference rule, uh, the new one, you know, kind of coming to sure. fruition. So that's just kind of how I see the draft lottery personally.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, that's fair. It, it's just, it, it, it seems like a, a, especially like in a year where there's no consensus one, one, like it's just a weird thing for, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's a person to person basis, but it's, it's just really weird for, for people to get so upset about not winning this year. And when we didn't move back either, like, I don't know, it, it just kind of confused me. It seems like getting, getting really upset over kind of nothing to be honest, but Regardless, I'm super happy with six. I think there's going to be a lot of good players at the board at six. And Jesper will be at six. So I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> pumped. Yeah. Like uh, the, the sheer odds that
2: – well, if there was ever a year to not get first overall.
1: This was, yeah, but, this was the like, one. Yeah, this was
2: the one. There are complete junior leagues that didn't get any playing time this year. I mean, WHL had like 20-something games. Yeah. How are you going to – the odds – that Buffalo screws this draft pickup, I'm telling you, are 100%.
0: (laughs) <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is like they're not gonna screw up the pick. They're gonna screw up the player they take with the pick. Like, yeah And 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 we talked about this. Uh, so we have a fun episode coming tomorrow too. We got uh rolling on with the draft profiles. We talked to Etu uh Saltanen from Dabra Prospects. Uh he covers a lot of Finnish guys. So we'll we uh will have two of those profiles on tomorrow's show. We are looking at Samu Salmanen and Samu Talent Tuamala uh with E2. So so come back and check out for that but we were kind of talking to him about that and like there are so many different things that can affect a person's and player's trajectory in the NHL and um you know I think it happens before draft day I think a lot of it happens after draft day but uh I I just really feel for these kids that like Owen Power like that's just an impossible situation to walk into because how do you win that situation you really don't I mean you become a number two to Rasmus Darlene as the team continues to spot. Like I just, that sucks. You, you got to feel for him, frankly. And, and who knows the Owen power might not go number one, but that seems to be like all the buzz on Twitter tonight is like Owen power to Buffalo, Owen power to Buffalo. And a lot of the, the experts are, you know, relaying that message. So, um, I don't know. I, I just feel bad for whoever Buffalo takes because Buffalo's not going to screw up the pick. They're going to screw up the player who they picked.
1: Yeah, as a, I think that like that's that's I, a fair reason. That's a justified reason, like you said, to be upset. <laughs> like they they had the worst odds. They're getting one one. And now they're getting another opportunity to have one, one, and yeah. another opportunity to completely ruin his career and then just, and just start the cycle again and then still be horrible and get one, one again and ruin that kid. And, and the cycle will just continue. That's absolutely a justifiable thing to be upset about. They okay. Take
2: Wallstedt at
1: one. Uh. <laughs> I would cry.
0: <laughs> um, Okay, so let's go through the rest of the draft order. So no real major shakeups. The only shakeup was Seattle jumps one spot to two. So we got Buffalo at one, Seattle at two, Anaheim at three, New Jersey at four, Columbus at five, Detroit at six, San Jose at seven, uh, LA at eight, Vancouver, Ottawa, Chicago, Calgary, Philadelphia, Dallas, and the New York Rangers. I think once the New York Rangers like that to me, like the the worst part of this entire uh broadcast was the first five like 15 through 11 uh because you got the rangers in there you got philadelphia you got chicago all teams who uh have jumped up in recent years some of them multiple times uh and once that once the rangers one went through i breathe a little easier and once philly went through i breathe a little bit easier after that and then once Chicago, uh, showed up at number 11. I was, uh, I was like fully like, okay, I don't care what happens for the rest of this draft. Um, it would suck to get jumped, no doubt. But, uh, as long as it wasn't by one of these three teams, like it's, take what you take, what you can get.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely one of the, uh, I was, I was, I was just as nervous when they were reading, Chicago as they were when they were reading six (laughs) and eight to be honest I I really once once we weren't eight I was pretty happy like like you move from six to seven sure I could still work with that I just didn't want to move like as far down as possible again once once the Kings I believe were were announced at eight I, I, I was pretty much a happy camper but yeah the uh the the Chicago one I was pretty nervous on too I definitely didn't want them to jump
2: it's really finally nice to see a team that deserved first overall get it as two. You know, even even though we said they're going to take the they'll take even the right guy and ruin him, it's nice to at least see him get one.
1: Yeah, the yeah. Uh,
0: the draft lottery this year, the the changes appear to have worked. I mean, you only have one team jump; they jump one spot from three to two. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. And, then, and then at that point, it's like, what's the won. point in having a lottery? Like, I, I I don't know. I'm I'm just so I think the the idea of it is dumb. I think it's dumb that there's I mean, and I know they're changing this, but I still think it's dumb that even 10 teams have the chance to win the lottery next season. Like, come on. You can't tell me that, like, when a team bows out gracefully in the last week and a half of the season that they deserve a chance of the number one overall pick. It's just dumb. Like, I don't know. I'd say, even if you're tanking, if you're going to lose millions of dollars to get number one player,
2: all right. Thanks. Have fun sucking, but I mean, you're still going to get a good pick. I just don't care. I don't care if a team tanks.
1: I, I, yeah, I just think it doesn't solve the problem. I mean, that's more of like a, like a just lottery versus sports argument, right? But like, yeah, I just, I like, I mean, people, people tank anyway. <laughs> like,
0: Exactly. statistically
1: you have a better chance at one if you are worse so like exactly if, if you're gonna still tank. you're still gonna have teams that do tank um the the, the nba and nhl differ a little bit and where i think the top the all three of the worst teams in the nba I believe all have the same odds at one one yeah whereas the nhl is obviously a, a little different but um you're bringing in the lottery to, to eliminate tanking however Definitely didn't eliminate taking. So yeah, Uh,
0: we will move on to Steve Eisman's press counts. First, I got to talk to the folks today about rockauto.com. They're a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Uh, go to rockauto.com right now, shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Summer's coming up. You're gonna be able to want to uh, go out in the new whip. You're gonna be doing car washes because you're not gonna have salt all over your car all the time. Uh, and you're gonna wanna make sure that your car is looking fresh uh, when it's hitting the road. Maybe do a little cruise down Woodward sometime. Uh, and chain stores, they got different price tiers for. Performance professional mechanics and do it yourself so if you're looking for an affordable option uh taking it to your local mechanic taking it to a local chain store definitely is not the uh option for you you can just go to RockAuto.com, uh see all the parts available for your car or truck and find the lowest prices available rather than uh having your prices change on what the market will bear kind of like airlines do RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership account or login uh the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your car or truck and choose the brand specifications and the prices that you prefer. So go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and just write Locked on" in there. How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. They got amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts of your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. I also got to talk to the folks today about Wealthfront. Stocks, memes, rocket ships, er, er, day trading can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and start making it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. Wow, 1%. It's not a lot. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. Team up with Wealthfront instead. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com. No manual trades, no picking stops. Stocks, no watching the stonk market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you can control. So to get that first five thousand dollars managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash lockdown nhl. That is whiskey echo alpha lima. Uh shoot tango, uh hotel, foxtrot, oscar, november, tango.com slash lockdown nhl to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com lockdown nhl and get started today. Crushed it. Uh, you guys didn't think I'd do the military code, but I did. I'm here, I'm doing the military code. I remember the end at the last second. You I was like, Oh crap, I should have looked it up. I got this wrong yesterday, and I'm about you to did. make the same mistake two days. Proud of you, that was good. That did not happen, folks. Uh, so. Good for me. Uh, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, we got an excellent uh, continuation of our draft profile series coming out tomorrow. So that should be a lot of fun. We're looking at a couple of Samus uh, finished prospects in the upcoming draft uh, Samu Salmanin, uh and Samo Tuamala. So that'll be lots of fun. Uh, let's get into Steve Arsman's press conference. Not a lot was said. And I think you guys will, will probably be the first ones to say that. I'll probably be the first one to be like, no, no, he did say some things. Uh, but he did. Say there you go. Something. We got that so, part. So, out sure, of okay. I we should. I feel that. like we should lead with the whole him grilling, Ansar uh, yes. Khan on the draft order. Hilarious. As, as it wrapped up, uh, so Hilarious. Ansar Khan, the last, the the last uh, guy to go. And actually, I'll put the audio in. So there's, uh, other than maybe the first couple of picks, you see not much separation there in the top ten. I mean, players could pretty much see players go in any order after the first couple of picks.
2: Uh, I don't even know about the
0: first couple of picks. <laughs> who are they going to be? You seem to know. No, I'm asking you, if you. I'm asking you. Okay. Who are the first two picks? Owen Power, the first pick would be my projection. Okay. Who's second? Uh, I'll I'll go with uh, Edvinson. Okay. Interesting. I'll uh, we'll note that. Yeah. <laughs> If I were Ansar Khan in that situation, I think I would be pooping myself because that was terrifying.
1: Yeah, no, it was uh it, it was absolutely terrifying. I think the the most terrifying part was like the like the just laughs he had in the middle <laughs> like yes. he's just like like he's, he's 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 it's it's menacing, but then he just like randomly like giggles, and you're like, Oh my gosh, yeah, no, I, I would have been horrified.
0: Steve Eisenman he was just feeling himself. Um, and he, he's still, I feel like Steve Eisenman is always feeling himself a little bit and he's always, he's always like feeling trapped in a non funny man's body because he is hilarious. Like there was, uh, um, like there was one time when he was a player and somebody was like, how do you like keep going through uh, the playoffs with all these injuries you had? Like, what is your secret? And he said, Viagra, like that is hilarious. <laughs> and uh, he's just so dry and it, it doesn't come he through on a dry. lot of press conferences, but when it does uh, it's an absolute treat. And this is one like, of those cases.
1: This could have been a joke where he could have been like, well, who do you think? And then like, Oh, we laugh about it. And he's like, Oh, I'm asking you, I don't know. And then that's it. But like, he like, He's like, no, like, you no. Know, you give me some answers. Like, please, <laughs> yeah. please tell me who you think. And then he's, he said, Owen power one. And he's like, he's like, right.
0: and second? Clock's like, like, ticking on, sir. Chop, chop, let's go.
1: Yeah, like, he, like, he really kept going with the joke. He kept, he really pressed it. That was the horrifying part, yes. Oh, I, I, I
2: just have, think so that's, that's Steve, the best that's, thing I've ever seen from a Steve Eisman press conference in my life.
0: Yeah, I just think that's him, like. Trying to not get those questions anymore. Like we know when, uh, hey fellas, you know when uh your your lady asks you to do something so you do it bad on purpose so you don't ever got to do it again. You guys ever do that? <laughs> I've never done it personally. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan yeah. doesn't strike me as a person, so I don't think you're asking the right question. No, I, I, it's just like a, I feel like it's just like a, a trope thrown on the, the male species, which, sure. um. Sure probably okay. wrong at this at this point you probably just don't realize you do it because um i give 100 percent every day <laughs> no probably not um i feel like that's that's on way of like hey let me answer this really horrifyingly so you never try and pick my brain on who i think is going to go top three ever again
1: yeah i agree with that i agree with that <laughs> God, Eisenman too. i loved it. it that was wild
0: it's like given <laughs> And, and let me get something straight right here i feel bad for Ansar because i think he was just like you know a victim of this but like uh sometimes you just kind of knock somebody out and and be like hey see that that's why you don't you don't do that um and then he was kind of asked uh, about whether he looked at this draft as a, a defensive type of draft he said i wouldn't say so uh i wouldn't say the the strength of the draft uh the strength of the draft is any particular position i would think uh there's a variety of guys that can go in any order i don't know what teams are thinking obviously not giving an inch there um and then the, one of the funny things that he said was he was asked about like how what he's i think max Boltman asked him of just like how he's um i guess changed as a drafter over his 10 as GM, uh, since starting out in Tampa. And he, he said your amateur scouts run the draft apart from that, you're not really involved in it. Um, I'll take the credit when the guys turn out really well and I'll pass the blame along to the scouting staff when the guys don't pan out. Uh, <laughs> and then he just kind of like laughed and kept going and just said a bunch of nonsense. Incredible uh, content. Incredible. Uh, and the last noteworthy thing was he was kind of asked about, it, it was kind of in the same vein as the, uh, you know, Hey, who do you think pretty much alluding to guys that would be there and wouldn't be there. Um, and he basically said just the, 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 the kids that we think are in the top 10, all different positions, potentially all different positions, maybe not goaltenders. I don't know. How do you feel about that, Scott? How do you feel about a Friday, Scott? Uh, uh I would really uh, like to sound like Steve Eisenman has a goaltender in his top 10.
1: Uh, I'm gonna focus on the "I don't know" part and not the "no" part. We're gonna focus on the "I don't know." I'm gonna be I'm gonna be optimistic about it.
0: If uh, Steve Eisenman doesn't draft a goaltender, will you be upset in any way? Uh, I mean, I think you, there, I I just feel like you from. you've committed too hard to the bet. You know now mm-hmm. you're you're a Wallsteader or nothing a kind of guy. No 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 no. I don't think it's a bit at all. But I think no. <laughs> it, no but but Scott's one of those. What do we classify Scott as? The first time we ever had him on this podcast before. Oh, there was when I was any a guest. Oh, of him it was, coming um, on. You are a knowledgeable troll, and I think you do things like that where was. like you're like screw it, I'm all in on yes. Exactly. What and then like yeah. you no, truly sure. become all in on yes for um through your own parody.
1: Yes, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what has happened. Yeah, I just want to get that out of the um, way
0: before like draft season commences. You know? I, I will like. I w- I'm not
1: going to be like. I mean, there's a lot of kids I like in there, obviously, and we're and we're doing all these profiles and stuff. There's there's plenty of kids. Uh, there's plenty of kids I I, I like, and I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be devastated. But I mean, I mean, I do want him. You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, he is my first choice there. So, uh, barring you know some some one of those top two guys falling somehow. I mean, yeah, that, that's who's top yeah, two. That's, uh oh, okay. Who's number one? <laughs> okay. so do you actually is this like a the Iserman thing or do you actually want me to answer?
0: I want you to I want to know who's not who's I didn't I wasn't made aware of who's being picked number one. Tell me who's being picked number one, Scott.
1: Uh so on my list I would say Owen Powers. And then who? Uh I guess I'll go Owen Simon pa- Edmondson.
0: And then what <laughs> all right we're gonna get into not uh, actually no, that, that's well, what he said that yeah we're gonna we're not, gonna take a not look actually, at, but uh, two. some of the guys who might be available for the red wings at number six. First, i got to talk to you guys about bet online it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action i tell you what folks i wish i would have placed a little wager at bet online that the red wings are going to stay at six i had a suspicion a sneaking one but nevertheless i had a feeling that it would happen too bad I did not. I didn't win any money tonight, which is a bummer, but you can tonight and every other night because baseball season is in full swing. The NHL playoffs are in full swing. The NBA playoffs are in full swing. And you can track all the action at Bet Online uh, before the next pitch, before the next puck drop, uh, whatever it may be, your sport of choice, head on over to Bet Online or your mobile device. Uh, and check out all the great sporting news sign-up bonuses and contest information do not sit on the sidelines anymore this is your chance to get into the game as teams continue their runs through playoffs head of the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50 welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code locked on that's l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n for 50 welcome bonus uh with the promo code locked on at bet online your online sportsbook experts Alright boys, segment 3 here at locked on Red Wings. Kind of
2: you this period
0: we're going through uh some of the players who might be av- might be available for the Red Wings at sixth overall so what we're going to do here basically is just go through a, a couple of the the prominent draft rankings and just see who they have uh picked one through five who's going to be available and then we'll kind of go through some of the guys from there so tsn's list bob mckenzie's list which uh is probably going to be the most accurate it is comprised basically from scout rankings and um not necessarily how he sees them himself so uh oh one power number one dylan gunther's tied for second simon edmondson tied for second matt benears number four and luke hughes number five so on mckenzie's list the first couple of picks after that we've got brant clark william ecklin Kent johnson Chaz lucius jesper Walstatt, uh mason mctavish fabian lysell uh cole sillinger sebastian casa and carson lambos i would have guessed that uh mason mctavish by the time that the draft season actually truly rolls around like as we get real close to the draft i would imagine that mason mctavish is probably a bit further up on this list i would probably say that he's making his way into like that eight seven six region uh he had a great u18 tournament um he's just kind of rising up a lot of a lot of people's draft boards um
1: He's been rising for a minute. I mean, we uh, we even did, you know, prospect talk around the trade deadline and he was he was uh, borderline like mid first round and a lot. And now he's he's, uh, you know, like like you said, their back end of the top 10 kind of a pick. He just keeps rising. So, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all.
0: Uh, and then also after that, I, I think Brant Clark is obviously a guy that we've talked about pretty extensively. William Eklund is a guy that we've talked about pretty extensively. Mm-hmm. And I would probably put those two guys uh, in a in a separate category of their own, just as far as the guys who are kind of um, left over in that sense. We like Brant Clark a lot, 6'2", defenseman, uh, coming from the Slovakian League but played in the OHL. Uh, we also got William Eklund, 5'9", or 5'10", center, um possibly i would say maybe the the not bona fide but maybe the most likely to to actually pan out as a center within these upper echelon of players i don't see ken johnson panning out as a center in the nhl uh but we'll see there and um if you just bring it back to to clark eklund and johnson i think honestly that's probably where I would it'd be, it's like those three and McTavish and obviously Jesper is somewhere in the mix too. Thank uh, you. Scotty. Don't want to hurt your feelings there. I was uh, about but, to just throw them in myself. But so. for me, um, it's, it's really, really tough. I'm very high on Brant Clark, but I had William Eklund ahead of him in our big board a couple of weeks ago. And I also, and the thing with Ken Johnson too, um, that I found interesting just in tracking the draft is that there's a lot of guys um, who have like risen fallen Uh, over these last like quarter of a year and he just hasn't moved really from that seven eight position so I would imagine that he's probably going to end up going in that range and if the Red Wings end up with Kent Johnson I'm definitely not going to be disappointed by that he had a great season at the University of Michigan uh, this past year nine goals 27 points in 26 games so lots of options still available uh, if you go that route if if McKenzie's big board is somewhat true to life
1: yeah, I really like Eckland a lot too. Um, I, I wouldn't mind that at all. Absolutely, um, and then, yeah, I mean, I mean, any of the any of the the Michigan men, I would be, uh, I would be thrilled with, obviously. But Kent's included in that. Yeah, that would be, I'd be more than fine with
0: that as well. I just feel like um, there's not. I feel like some combination of veneers and power is going to happen in the top four. Like, I just don't see either yeah, of them really I agree being with that. available. Uh, as much powers as I especially. Like. yeah, Yeah, there's especially. no way he's
1: making it past three. There's no way he's making it past the ducks. Like
0: okay, absolutely power. not. Yeah. All right. So that is McKenzie's list. If we go over to FC hockey, they actually have a pretty cool um, NHL draft simulator. You can go over, basically pick as many rounds as you want. They have their rankings uh, and they, they will run a simulation of the draft for you. So in their, <laughs> in their mock draft, they have, Matt Beneers going number one to the Buffalo Sabres. And number two, they have Jesper Wallstedt to the Anaheim Ducks. I don't really see that happening. Uh, Simon Edvinson goes three. Brent Clark goes four. And Luke Hughes goes five. Uh, I Let's talk about Luke Hughes because he hasn't been on the board at other point. Um, but I just have, like, I'm, I like his game a lot. And I'm also really um, hesitant about the idea of passing up on another Hughes brother. Dude, he
2: his brother's there at what four? There's no way New Jersey's not taking him, in my opinion.
0: Oh, like, oh, oh, man. yeah.
2: Like, there's no way they're passing him up. I think Jack actually came out and said, "Like, man, the if publicity he's there when we're picking, I'd love for us to take him. The publicity would be, I mean, yeah, would yeah, would of, be of course, he's gonna room. say, the the what is he gonna
0: say? No, keep that guy out of here. This is my city. The, it's only big enough for one.' Huge. The brother. marketing
1: department would 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 cry tears of happiness that they would all have job security for the next three years. It'd be so easy to work in the marketing department of that, of that organization. If, if that happened, I don't know.
0: I don't see it. they have many. a field day. Uh, so FC hockey also has William Eklund at three. They have Owen power available at six, but they also don't have him ranked very high uh, on their rankings. They have him at sixth, um, just, just on their big board. And they got Gunther. They got Ken Johnson, Fabian Lysel, uh Corson and Chaz lucius cole sillinger simone robertson or robertson uh mason mctavish uh, and that rounds out to 15 so not a lot of variance from that last one i think this is probably going to be pretty similar from uh mock draft to mock draft like i said i i don't see owen bauer dropping this far if i think he does or if he does i think you literally sprint to yeah. the to the table to announce that pick um yeah. But for sure, I mean, Simon Evanson off the board, Brant Clark. I, I just don't see Owen Power being the third defenseman off the board in this draft. But if the draft does fall this way, I mean, that's that's three defensemen uh, taken in the top five. That gives you a lot of options uh, in the forward department. We just went through all of them. But um, you you do have a lot of options there on the front end.
1: Yeah, for sure. I there, Yeah, there's no way there's no way Powers making it past 3. Um the uh yeah, and he's he's definitely not going to be the whatever third d- defenseman taken. That's definitely not happening. The the interesting thing, especially after after our draft profile of him, uh Edvinson's super interesting cuz like you know, do you want to take someone that 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 high that probably isn't going to be an NHL impact for a little while? You know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of uh, uh a, a long con that's like a that's like a that's a waiting game for that high of a pick so it'll be i'm super interested to see kind of where he falls and um yeah I, I mean and especially if he's there at six kind of what happens with him
0: yeah and i think uh dylan gunther too is a name that probably doesn't get a lot of play in that top five considering that he's pretty much like in most rankings like like really he's like half in, half out, but uh, there's a lot of guys who are half in, half out. And I just think they get a little more run than him. Um, So Dylan Gunther, I think, is a guy that if he ends up falling to your lap, you're not disappointed about it at all. Uh, 12 goals, 12 assists, and 12 games played in the WHL this year. He's a great player. He's a great, great winger. Um, Somebody that, you know, you you can look at his offensive upside and say, okay, there's a chance that this kid turns out into a star. And I think the same can be said in a lot of ways. Uh, for ken johnson as well i think ken johnson might have a little more flash to his game but um i still think that they're kind of on the same mold where the the upside for both of them is extremely high and both of them could be walking out of this draft as the top scorers in my opinion
1: yeah i don't think that's that ridiculous to say at all
0: um anything else you guys would like to add anybody who we skipped out on or who uh might be there for the wings that you wanted to talk about that we hadn't really touched on already. I mean, Matt Beniers, I think if he's available at six, you'd run on the podium to announce his name. Yep. Um, and I think maybe those are the only two guys. And, and it's just, it's just, that's, that's what the draft is this year. I think this is going to be a draft where a lot of the good players come out of the later rounds um, or, you know, just not out of that, that top five uh, area maybe weighted a little bit differently than it would uh in past years where the draft is a little bit normal there's more viewings and, and things like that.
1: Yeah for sure. It's definitely uh and and you know like we've said a million times no consensus one one kind of just a lot of really solid projectable players um yeah Wallstead at six that's pretty much uh that's pretty much what we're riding with. <laughs> that's what you're riding with. Uh <laughs> I
0: like Wallstead at six. I really do. But I yeah I'm not I'm not like Wallstead or bust by any means. Uh Ethan, what do you got? Close out the, uh, give us your final thoughts on, on draft lottery. I night.
2: think you guys have been saying phenomenal words. That's what I, that's what I think. I'm really Thanks, excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be in that top six. Yeah. All right. Hey, wait! I got one. I got one. Who was the six overall pick in 2007? 2007. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you do.
0: Who is it? Ryan Miller.
2: <laughs> He's on the Red Wings.
0: Justin Abduke, no. Currently?
2: Come yeah. Come on, guys.
0: Seventh overall pick in 2007? Sixth. Sixth? Oh, Sam Gagne. <laughs> yeah? It's Gagne. It's All right. We will I, – I don't have more time for this. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We have that draft profile coming with uh, A2 Sultanin from Dauber Prospects. It was a great time. Be sure to subscribe. Make sure it's the first thing. You uh, check out when you wake up tomorrow morning, it'll be ready and waiting for you for your morning commute. We've got more draft week stuff coming. Uh, We've got interviews tomorrow with will scouch we've got an interview with dylan griffin we've got interviews lined up lots of them coming so we can continue to bring you guys these profiles get you prepared for the draft don't be that guy on draft day that's like who who did they think uh listen to lockdown red ring subscribe we'll keep you locked in you'll you'll be the smartest fan on draft day if you come back and you tune in every day i can promise you that uh we'll see you back here tomorrow same time same place it's your team every day